Come on, men, reach deep into your soul. Find the emotion. Now, women, you can do this as well. But you have an easier time than men do when it comes to this. There were legitimate, emotional, tear-inducing sports moments over the weekend. We need to reflect, and yes, we'll invite Tina into our man circle as well. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app, and on your smart speakers, Anna John Levine, Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the chilly and seasonably cool Intracoastal. Theo Dorsey, because it's Monday, he's with us. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. You seem like a, a man who can show some emotion. You're not afraid. You're not going to bottle it in. You'll let people know when you're happy or you're sad or you're angry or you're grateful. You're comfortable with yourself, Theo. That's right, man. Sometimes I listen to a little Drake. You know, sometimes <laughs> I just open up. Uh-huh. You know, it's cool, man. <laughs> it, 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 you you know that you're able to get in touch with your emotional side when you sit down, listen to Drake and the... The tears yeah. flow. Tina, I know that she cries. Oh, I cry all the time. You're a cry. <laughs> I'm a crybaby. Yeah, absolutely. I have way too many emotions. Yes. And by the way, uh, this is my first time back in the studio in, in six days, and it's good to see that uh, we have not yet fixed the studio clock. So well done, everybody <laughs> That's, involved. No, that was been my job, I'm pretty mm-hmm, sure, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very hard to change the clock in here. Can well, you reach it? Yeah, too? that's the problem. She hasn't changed it because she can't reach I it. I can't reach it, right. so I have to stand on a rolling chair, and <laughs> no one's ever in here, and I'm going to fall. Yeah, that's... And, and then you can't see it. It's very difficult. Yeah, so how about we, Ken, let's together figure this out after the show. I'll see if I have time. <laughs> you can stand on Ken's shoulders. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> it'll, it's a little Theo, more stable. Theo, you're tall enough. Let's fix I'm, it after the show. We we can try for it. I don't. What <laughs> button do I push? We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, don't yeah. worry. The three of us should be able to figure it out. <laughs> I I want to talk about uh, seeing things that cause you to feel something. Like this is legitimate. This weekend there were a number of things like that that took place. And it's tough to actually rank them. And I was thinking about which one made me feel most emotional over the weekend. In a good way. In a good way. Not in a bad way. There were a lot of positive ways to feel about this. And you know who actually was the one who got me to really sit down and ponder feeling good and having tears well up and appreciate what you're watching, it was actually Captain COVID himself. Mm. It was the Emperor of Ivermectin. It was the the high priest of horse medicine Mm. himself, Aaron Rodgers, who after the game last night, a win over the Seattle Seahawks, and Russell Wilson, what a brave comeback from that finger injury. I'm glad you, you showed us every step along the way only to lay an egg <laughs> at Lambeau Field, you and your nerdy, cheesy video. But this was Aaron Rodgers after the game last night discussing some of the things he was feeling as he walked off the field victorious at Lambeau. Aaron, why were you misty-eyed after a game in the middle of November? You know, I just don't take these things for granted, uh, walking off the field as a winner. You know, it's fun beating uh, beating that squad. We've had some battles over the years, but walking, I think just walking out with Preston, who I have so much love and appreciation for, and then hearing that type of response from the crowd was uh, just a little extra special tonight. That's kind of cool. And Aaron Rodgers, I mean, we're we're talking about an indescribable turd at this point, <laughs> but but I I get it, I get it. I'm sure that it meant a lot to him to be accepted by. 
the fans mm-hmm. after spending a week and a half just being completely crapped on for good reason. But I'm sure it felt good. If you put yourself in Aaron Rodgers' shoes, and again, uh, you're, you're pumped full of ivermectin, and you walk off the field victorious, and people are clapping for you and cheering for you, I'm sure it felt good. And he got misty-eyed. Yeah. I felt misty-eyed watching what happened Saturday in Tallahassee. Now, I am a Canes supporter. I have a wife who, if she hears me saying this, I may be staying at a hotel tonight, okay? Wow. But after all that Florida State has been through with your former national championship head coach leaving the roster in shambles, completely torpedoing the program because as soon as he won a national championship, he just started looking elsewhere for other suitors, for those who would, as the kids say, give him the bag (laughs) and just flirted over and over and over again. Meanwhile, he didn't recruit. He didn't coach. He didn't care. And so he leaves to go take the bag at Texas A&M. He found the side piece and went to move in with the side piece, okay? A big bag, too. A big bag. And the side piece lived in a big house. Nice. Um, But then you go and get a coach who is able to come back home, and the fans watch as all the blame is piled on him for the garbage roster and the garbage culture that he inherited, so much so that the money people say, Uh, Yeah, get out of here. Year and a half, get out of here. So Willie leaves. So then you go through another coaching change. And last year is just a mess. Early rumblings and rumors and players coming out and saying that there might be a divide, potentially racially, between players on the team and new head coach Mike Norvell. You lose embarrassing games. This season starts. You lose at home to Jacksonville State. You have... Florida State players proposing to their girlfriends on the field as Jacksonville State is celebrating in (laughs) Tallahassee. But then you start to figure it out a little bit. And then you start to get some consistency. And then you start to see someone like Jordan Travis develop into a player. Benjamin's own, Palm Beach County's own. And it culminates in Saturday with a game where you get up big and then you watch Miami, who's been playing good football, come all the way back. The same Miami team whose fans said, yeah, this season's been a wash, but at least we'll beat Florida State. Mm. The Canes come all the way back, and then FSU finds a way to show gravitas, finds a way to present fortitude, finds a way to come back, converts on fourth and 14, and wins the game. And suddenly the trajectory of the Florida State program seems to be upward as opposed to to in the basement. That, to me, watching that, because there's so many Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast kids who have been or are part of that Florida State program, to see Jordan Travis step up and get the job done, that made me a little misty-eyed. It came at the hands of the Canes, and that sucks, but Florida State is better than what they've presented over the last three, four years. And now it feels like Florida State has a path. And that's a good thing for everybody involved. Florida State finally playing up to potential, and you start to see light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe you can pull out of this. That made me a little bit misty-eyed. That was really, really encouraging to see. What about you, Theo? You getting in touch with your inner emotional Theo Dorsey. Mm. What brought a little bit of moisture to your eyelids? 
Well, you know, it, it had been a rough patch for me as an NFL fan as of late. Um, I root for the Carolina Panthers. Panthers fan, yep. And Sam Darnold uh, had really turned back into the, you know, the pumpkin or however that works with Cinderella. I haven't watched the movie in a while, but that was over with. And, you know, we saw That was a really good Disney synopsis, by yeah. the way. Well done. <laughs> he turned back into a pumpkin. I think that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> so we, we, we go back and we get Cameron Newton. And I didn't even think he would play this weekend. And they activate him, and they say he's not gonna. He's gonna back up PJ Walker. And on the first drive, the Panthers march into the red zone, get right up on the goal line, sub Cam Newton in, and in the in the same year or the same stadium that he had his rookie debut, 422 yards, a record. His first play in, it looked like he was bottled up. They hiked the ball, Cam Newton, in this, in this you know pseudo you know he's the only guy back there thing. He's the sweep right. It's a pure QB sweep right. It looked like he was bottled up. I was a little nervous. He breaks free, shoots to the outside, stiff arms a guy and falls in the end zone, gets up, runs to the camera, and announces to the world he is back. And, and Ken, you, you said, you, you know, I'm allowed to get emotional. Yeah, you are. This is a free space, no judgment zone. Dude, hey, it's like, you know how, like, you want that old thing back? Yeah. The Carolina yeah. Panthers wanted that old thing back, and, they, and it worked out. Then he scores another touchdown to Robbie Anderson, and I don't know. I feel like everything was right with the world. The you know Arizona Cardinals had the best record in the league. The Carolina Panthers spanked them on their home turf, 34-10. Cam Newton is back. I'm a happy camper. I tell you, hearing you describe Cam, and stay with me, Tina, because this is right up your alley, okay? It feels <laughs> like a Hallmark movie, all right? And in this, in this situation with Cam Newton, the Panthers and Carolina fans and Cam – High school sweethearts. Mm. They grew up together. They realized in high school, hey, we're in love. And they dated. They were the highest of highs, <laughs> the lowest of lows, the memorable prom. But then they both went to different colleges. Mm. It just happened that way. They had great times. Uh, they were so many firsts for one another. Yes. And then they, they went off to different schools. Carolina went to, I don't know, Charlotte Community College. And <laughs> uh, Cam Newton went up to, to Harvard to chase his dream, and then it just it didn't work out, and so there was a class reunion. Mm. Cam came back, Panthers fans, they, they met in the school gymnasium and realized we need to rekindle this relationship, and it's love. It's a stronger love than it's ever been. Yeah. And that is the Hallmark movie featuring Cam Newton and the Panthers right now. I'm watching it. I yeah. liked it, Ken. Absolutely. It was Absolutely. beautiful. That yeah. was beautifully that was, put. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't know who it stars. Maybe the woman who was DJ on Full House. I don't know. Mm. But it'll star some C-list actress, and it'll be beautiful. What sports moment made you misty-eyed over the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888 888- Seven six zero three seven seven six and tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Which sports moment made you misty eyed over the weekend? For me, it was watching Florida State at all the frustrations of the last four or five years completely dissipate. Even if it was for a night, beating Miami, sending a message that you know what we've got guts, we've got fortitude, we are here to battle, we believe in one another. That made me misty-eyed even if it wasn't my team for Theo it's rekindling the passion Mm. with Cam Newton Cam Newton not only to Panthers fans but Cam Newton to the rest of the NFL where he can almost just stick up a middle finger and say I think a lot of you never wanted to see me back and guess what not only am I back 
I'm back in a place that has completely uninhibited love for me. Yep. That will always accept me. Or I can be me. I'm not in the stuffy recesses of New England any longer mm-hmm. under the evil eye of Bill Belichick. I can be Cam Newton. And I came out and I touched the ball twice and I scored twice. I'm back. And that rightfully made Theo emotional. Hey, out there, it's Monday. Maybe you had a rough weekend. Maybe some of you were a little bit hungover and a little emotional as it is. Open up. Let's talk about it. We're here for you. No judgment zone. If you got weepy or you feel weepy over something sports-wise, let's talk about it. We got misty-eyed for positive reasons. Maybe there's negative reasons you got misty-eyed. Maybe you want to cry it out here. Maybe you're upset about something. Canes fans, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. And by the way, breaking news out of Florida Atlantic, Joey Thomas, wide receivers coach, has uh, been let go by Willie Taggart. Heinz Ward is now Florida Atlantic's new wide receivers Heinz coach. Ward? Where'd they find that guy? Like, who is that? I've never heard of him. <laughs> who, who is this Heinz Ward Heinz guy? Ward? So Heinz Ward, uh, for all of you Steelers fans, is now FAU's new uh, wide receivers coach. Tina, who are we going to first? Who are we going to? Who are we going to hear of, of sports tears from her uh, first today? Elric in West Palm. Elric is in West Palm. Elric, open up to us, please. I'm really glad you're back. By the way, <laughs> Thank you. the show better. Appreciate I'm it, not man. Gonna lie. Um, so. You know, I don't know. The Champions Tour probably goes under the radar a little bit, but I don't know if anybody saw what Phil Mickelson did on Saturday. There was an old lady behind one of the greens mm-hmm. they played at Phoenix Country Club, and she was just sitting in her backyard with a big sign that says, Phil, you're my boy. I just turned 90, and one of the scoring bearers asked him after he played the hole. He said, hey, Phil, did you see the lady's sign? And he goes, no, I didn't. And he walks over, and he sees the sign, and he gives her, like, a ball and a glove. And I just... I think fulfilled to at his age. You yeah. know, I thought about him winning the PGA this year, right? And then won four or six times in the, on the Champions Tour. And I just think Phil is such a good dude. And stopping there in the middle of the round, trying to win and seeing an old lady, like, that's pretty cool. That is really, really cool. And it is so unselfish of him. And Elric, appreciate the call. Uh, Champions Tour, by the way, for anybody who, uh, who isn't aware, is what was formerly called the Senior PGA Tour. It's what the Timber Tech Championship was last mm-hmm. week at the Old Course of Broken Sound. Yeah, that's, that is really, really cool on yeah. Phil Mickelson's part. You know what else made me tear up a little bit? And we're going to get to it with Marcel Louis Jacques, the NFL Nation ESPN Dolphins reporter in just a couple of moments. Uh, what happened Thursday with a guy who's been much maligned, who I think has been treated unfairly, who came in and provided a spark for his team, and that was Tua. Mm. I mean, Tua, the relief, a guy who didn't even uh, use the eye black for the crosses on his face because he just assumed he wasn't going to play because of what may be a pseudo-benching from Brian Flores, his head coach, and he came out and it helped lead his team to an impressive victory over the Ravens of all squads in a game that everybody thought was going to be a blowout. And it wasn't. And it was Tua stepping up, getting his due, having responsibility placed on him, and performing. And that made me misty-eyed as well. Hey, it is time on a Monday to check and tap into your emotions. I am here for you. I was gone almost all last week. It is great to be amongst all of you people again in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And I feel... A tight-knit bond with them, Theo. Mm -hmm. And I want everybody to know, 
we can cry together. Which sports moment made you misty-eyed over the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. We'll continue to cry together when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Christina Costanza, she's weeping with us as well. I'm Ken Lavica, and I am going to get some tissues. We're live on ESPN 106.3. It's okay to cry. If Aaron Rodgers can get misty-eyed after a win, we can too. We're our own men. We can cry. Don't judge. I'm not going to judge. I think it makes you more of a man, Theo, if you cry. Yeah, you're comfortable. Absolutely. That's why I never had a problem with the Dick Vermeil crying after like every game. Yeah. (laughs) Cry away. Yeah. Yeah. Ken Levicka, Theo Dorsey, Ken Levicka live here on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. What sports moments over the weekend made you misty-eyed? For me, it was seeing Florida State pull it together and come up with a massive win for a program that has been the pits over the last five years. Theo, he had... It might not have even just been an emotional experience. It was kind of a religious experience watching Cam Newton yesterday. Oh, yeah, man. And he, he brought out the church quotes <laughs> right after he got the win. He is a preacher in waiting. Oh, yeah. That's what he's doing post-career, I think. Guarantee. Uh, Tina, it doesn't even have to be sports. Did you cry at everything or anything? At, <laughs> at everything. everything. <laughs> slip. Did you cry at anything over the weekend? No, but I will say this. The Steelers tying the Detroit Lions. <laughs> uh-huh. Makes me cry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you're a Steelers girl. Yes, yeah, and they died with the Lions. Yeah, yeah. That's bad. It's that's... almost worse than losing to the Lions. It's Seriously, like... there was Seriously. no Ben, but there was no reason to tie. And if you're oh. the Lions, hey, you can't be zero and seventeen mm. if you tie. Mm. Good job, Detroit. Uh, what sports moment made you misty-eyed over the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter. At ESPN West Palm, I need to tell you before we hit the phones about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. You know, let me repeat that. It's important. fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Why am I repeating that twice right away? It's because I know a lot of people that want to get into sports. They love sports. It's their draw. They want to get into the industry. And they don't know how. And it's frustrating. Well, that's why I I just gave you the website again, fau.edu slash MBA sport, because that is the path. That is the way into the sports industry. And it doesn't matter if you want to work in the front office or in an on-field role or maybe in a local sports commission or in college athletics. This is where you learn. The FAU MBA sport management program is taught by professors who are in the sports industry. All of this knowledge are things that they are experiencing now. It's not from some textbook 20 years ago. This is modern day. It's getting you best prepared, and it's one of the top 20 MBA sport management programs in the world, and it's right in your own backyard in Boca Raton. FAU.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA sport management program, FAU.edu slash MBA sport. Tina, who are we going to to talk about a little sports and a little crying. Steven in West Palm. Steven in West Palm, bear your soul to us, friend. <laughs> What's up, Ken? I got two things. Yep. One is quick. Oklahoma losing. My cousin's a starting corner over there, so them losing. Oh, man. Yeah. And uh, Miami, man, I'm sure I, I really want you to touch on that. I'm really curious to what you feel about it. What's up in Miami? It's like every year we beat teams we're not supposed to beat and lose to teams we shouldn't. Similar to the Dolphins. I'm just... I don't know. I just want to know what you 
think about that. Are you talking? Are you talking dolphins? Are you talking hurricanes or both? Oh, I'm talking dolphins. I mean, hurricanes. <laughs> we we beat Baltimore, so I went to the game actually. So I have nothing bad to say about them right yeah. now. But, yeah. Um, hurricanes, like, there's no reason why we should have lost the Seminoles. I mean, and I agree. It's, it's just. I don't know. I'm just curious what you got to say. Yeah, about no, that. no, and, and we we will. I will touch on the Dolphins here in a moment with Marcel Louis Jacques, and then I have a I have a lot of thoughts on what happened in Miami and what should happen to Miami All after right, cool, Saturday. Cool. Appreciate it, Stephen. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Tina, talk to me. Paul and Boca. Hey, Paul. Paul, let's chat about emotions. <laughs> well, Ken, I think you're probably the best guy to do this with, given what you invest into your calls of these games mm-hmm. that you do for FAU. And I know maybe winning has become a little bit more custom in Boca Raton since the Lane Kiffin days and now, you know, with Willie Taggart. But we were listening to the call just at the end of the game. And, I mean, I know you've been there through the years of the three <laughs> consecutive years of three and nine with Charlie Partridge and yeah. the many years with Coach Nellenberger after they did the back-to-back both So much disappointment and the, the ability that you have to inject – emotion into the fan base is uh it's invaluable and we appreciate that but i we were listening to your call at the end and it's the first time i've heard you in a while you really felt let down i could hear it in your voice when you said yeah. that's about it and so, then, unfortunately for us it was like okay well let's click over to the miami fsu game and then mm. my son got to hear uh the collapse there as well yeah, so yeah. L- solid saturday yeah good 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 stuff there on saturday sounds like paul and paul real quick from from an fau standpoint uh it, it, we are now spoiled because of 2017 and 2019 at florida atlantic like we are and it's good it's good to feel spoiled as a fan base and what's happening now is that you have a lot of new injected personnel and a lot of expectations because they're super athletes, but some of them haven't quite rounded into football players yet. And uh, Willie Taggart has acknowledged it. And the frustration is when you commit 12 penalties and well over 100 yards in a game where you're by far the more superior team from a talent standpoint, that's the frustration. And that's what's happening to FAU right now. And I don't think it's a long fix but I do understand and I do feel frustrated when anytime you're committing 12 penalties and losing because of that against a team that you should beat and you're superior then, that's exactly what happened Saturday. And I do appreciate the kind words, Paul. Thank you. It's in any level of sport, Theo, whether it's FAU, whether it's Miami, whether it is the NFL, you commit 12 penalties over 100 yards in a game, that ain't it. <laughs> Tough to win that. Yeah. You're almost never going to win. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you're playing and I was frustrated at the end of uh, FAU in Old Dominion and my spot is the play-by-play voice I'm not going to sit there and just rip people apart that's not my job my job is to convey and I do hope I conveyed just how frustrating and disappointing Saturday was because there's a standard at FAU and I think everybody I'm not speaking out of turn anybody on that roster and certainly anybody on that coaching staff would agree with what I'm about to say that wasn't good enough, losing at Old Dominion. It just wasn't. And so, it doesn't matter. Any level of football, if you make the mistakes FAU's making right now, you're not going to win. And now they have two games to win one to go to a bowl. And I think they're going to do it. This week's going to be hard. They go to Western Kentucky, a team that has championship aspirations and a great offense. But you know what? This would be a great time to go backs against the wall and start swinging. Yeah. And I think Willie Taggart's going to have his guys ready. Who else are we talking to, Tina? Joe in Jupiter. Joe is in Jupiter. Joe, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. Joe, what made you teary-eyed this weekend? 
I got to first give you up some props. You and your show, first of all. Okay. Fury eyed at the end at the end of last week. When I tune in at noon, they realize that y'all aren't on the air. It's a little curious because I look for, I look forward to that. Joe, that's, I appreciate that's, that's the props that. To you and your show. Thank you. I I will I will right now just bring you to my radio bosom and and rub your back. Thank you for that, Joe. <laughs> I appreciate that. I have another point, but yeah, I wanted to let you know that. Appreciate it's, it. I mean, that's you know nothing, nothing wrong with Barton Hahn, you know, on the ESPN National at all. But you know, we, yeah. we look forward to that. It, they're good, but, do, and, but and, they're not Ken and Theo. Who is? That's right. I mean, who is? To be quite honest, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And then the, 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 the second point I had is the happy cry is the endurance and the Dak Prescott, that's all i got to say. Yes! He heard the news all week long. Yes. He came out and just, even though we're up by 30, still runs it in on his own and runs that guy over, and we win by 40. That's a man. He wanted to show the world and the nation yeah. that we're for real, Joe, period. You're you know? exactly right. Dak is a man, and uh, we've talked about him, Theo. Like, Dak... Dak, I think, is going to win the MVP. Who's been better for the entire season to this point than Dak? No, no quarterback's been more consistent. Because after after Thursday, after watching Lamar and seeing what the cover zero did to Lamar, now Dak to me is the front runner. We know what that means. Dak's probably going to face plant next week. But Dak Prescott for the full season has been the best player. He has been. Yeah, it's been that good. Kyler Murray has a shot when he comes back. Yeah, uh, but he's he's yeah. already missed what two games. He yeah. might miss a third. Dak Prescott right now the front runner. The man from the injury last year to then uh, the potential of <laughs> we were thinking Tommy John surgery mm. when he had those issues in the preseason to what he's done and what he's been. How would you not get misty eyed over that? I mean that guy rules. He flat out rules after battling for two seasons to win. God. The, these contract battles with yeah. Jerry Jones. He should have gotten a deal done two years ago and had to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. And now, he, I mean, he's making Jerry Jones look good, but also look bad for waiting that long. I, and I have a question about Dak Prescott because he's a Cowboys quarterback, which you think would be a polarizing position to be in. Mm-hmm. But does anybody dislike Dak? I, I just yeah, haven't that's met a, anybody. You're right. That's a tough sell to dislike Dak. Yeah. Partly because he's got that... This consistent, oh, he's gonna he's gonna fall short. Mm-hmm. Like that's always surrounded him, and I don't know if it's because he wasn't the most sure thing coming out of Mississippi State. Yeah, I didn't believe in him, and then I started to believe a little bit. Yeah, but then you always just wonder if he hit his ceiling. It was clear that he hadn't hit his ceiling. The Cowboys are. I, I can't believe this, but they are maybe the most under-the-radar elite team in the NFL right now, and I think it's because they're so damn consistent. Yeah. Like, have they made some? Have they have they had some flops this season? Yeah, but for the most part, they've played superior football, no matter who they're playing, and they've been so consistently good that you're just sort of taking them for granted right now. Yeah, and they edged out that Chargers win early when the Chargers we thought were a contender, so yeah. nobody you know flaked at that. And then they had the Broncos game, which was weird. Um, which was, you know, Dak's first game back, right, after the yeah, injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they should have beat the Bucks in week one. They should have beat the Bucks. Other than those, the, other than the, the Broncos game, what's not to love about them? Everything's been perfect. Everything's it has been, been perfect, yeah. That, it, it has been perfect, which is why we just don't pay attention to them. Yeah. Because it's been perfect, but it's also been, and this is rare for the Cowboys, almost zero drama. No drama. It's been no drama. And that's even with Mike McCarthy as your head coach. Like they've somehow gone dramaless and been nearly flawless with Mike McCarthy's game management. Yeah. What? 
Tina, should we take this call or should we break? Let's take it now. All right, let's take it now. Who do we have, Tina? Scott and Jupiter. Hey, Scott's in Jupiter. Scott's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Scott. Hey, Ken. Hey, Theo. What up? Um, I'll, 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 good, thank you. I'll tell hey, you what Tina. made me cry this weekend. <laughs> hey, Tina. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't worry, Tina. Tina. So Tina's going to have her own platform <laughs> at three on her actual show. Don't feel bad for her, Scott. Uh, I'll never forget. Trust me, <laughs> Tina. Sorry. <laughs> no worries, um, Scott. I'll tell you what made me cry is seeing how good the Patriots are yet again with somebody yeah. that was yeah. underestimated in yeah. Mac Jones. It just blows my mind. But yeah. uh, now, Scott, and you've you've listened to this show enough to know that uh, I am I am not necessarily how do they say I guess pro Mac Jones or pro Patriots, and I've tried to undercut Mac Jones because early he was only throwing four and five yard completions, but what he's done over the last three weeks or so, even I can't deny it anymore they're a um they're a playoff team and mac jones is only getting better and and better and so you're crying tears of joy because they're starting to rip people apart it's not just winning or finding ways to win like they're kind of throttling teams right now agreed and it makes me wonder who the decision makers are for the dolphins that are just overlooking so much talent and we're just I, I've been a lifelong Dolphins fan, and I just I I'm, I don't know. I give up. Oh, so they are tears of sadness for Scott. Uh, Scott, <laughs> we're, don't worry. We're going to dive into this in a second here, and uh, we're going to talk a little Dolphins because while there is not uh, a ton of feel good here, and appreciate the call, uh, I do think you saw some flashes of something decent on Thursday, or at least I'm going to try and help you grip to something positive. With that, Ken Lavica, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Ken Lavica live here on ESPN 106.3. Christina Costanza running things, making sure things go smoothly. 